What is up, everyone? Welcome back, and thank you for joining us as we bring you the latest and greatest news of the week. I'm your host, Rico, and joining me, as always, Mr. 33 Candles, the marvelous Mario, the cupcake catcher, Marcus. <laughs> the cupcake catcher, that's a new one. Um, usually it's tradition where my girlfriend decides to, you know, throw, not throw, right, but kind of like take your hand. It's like borderline between like a slap and a push. I don't know what that'd be, but if she ha- it does, she does it to me every year. And, oh, man, it just drives me crazy, especially with the frosting and whatnot, man. And yesterday's frosting, if you ever go to uh, McDonald's, McDonald's, you ever go to Walmart, you buy those cupcakes, that frosting, like, the food coloring in it is just, you know, really, really intense. I shit you not, when I was cleaning my face, it wasn't coming off. And I was scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. It wasn't coming out. I got to a point where I, I, I legit started taking a shower. And it still wasn't coming off until I started using this little exfoliating thing where I finally was able to get the frosting out of my face, my eyelashes, my eyebrows, my nose. <laughs> it was it was not a fun experience, to say the least. And, and then my girlfriend's cackling in the back. And she's laughing and laughing. And she apparently she lost it when she heard the 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 shower turn on but other than that it's been a good week good weekend enjoyed myself have a, have a, i've had a great time uh you know the eagles played today got a, we won and the lakers played today we lost and my fantasy teams who knows how they're doing i don't know it, it's just the sports is crazy but nonetheless it's been a good weekend overall been a good week hopefully this week i know our, our cold front's finally coming in and usually you know south texas and cold fronts just you you learn to appreciate, you know, the weather when it's cold because it's always hot, blazing hot. So I know we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind, like sixties, fifties is cold for us. For other people, it's like, no, nah, man, you don't know what cold is. But for us here in Texas, that's cold. So it's very very welcome when we're used to having you know nineties, hundreds all the time. You know, eighties at the lowest. So uh, yeah, it's very welcome. And, and by that token, it's always funny because I know like a lot of times we cannot handle cold. Cold and us just don't mix. But it can be 110 degrees outside. Yeah, we might complain, but our ass will be outside still dealing with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, we're, little, already, little... we're already conditioned to, to hell. <laughs> yeah, to to get through the heat, you know, for the most part. But. Yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless, it's another week of entertainment, games, you know, all kinds of good stuff. So what do you got for us? Well, I'm going to open up actually with a, a fight that took place yesterday. We had the big Tyson Fury versus uh, Francis Ngannou boxing match yesterday. Uh, I did get to watch it, and it was actually really entertaining. Uh, for the most part, you know, when we've had these crossover uh, events, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tyson Fury, you know, world champion in boxing currently. Uh, Francis Ngannou was also a world cha- was a world champion in UFC. Uh, moved on, so you know the company moved on from him, and he wanted to try his hand at this boxing thing. Uh, a lot of the the UFC fighters that have tried this crossover, it has not been very successful. Uh, even you know the most high profile one thus far was probably Floyd Mayweather uh, and Conor McGregor when they did it, right? Uh, Conor McGregor got in maybe a a good punch or two. And after that, like, it was kind of just like, okay, like, you can see the the skill disparity here, right? Uh, in this one, 
there was a little bit of that, but it was actually very contentious. Uh, and Ganu actually in the third round, was it in the third round? No, the fourth round, I think, actually knocked Fury on his ass, <laughs> which not a lot of people have been able to do. So uh, it, it, was, it, was a good, uh, it was a good fight. Uh, Fury got the split decision, which was, was cool. You know, um, I, didn't, I didn't really see him losing. I didn't really want him to lose either because, was, you know, if a guy loses at his own sport, then what happens to him then? And I'm a big fan of both of them. So I'm glad that it went well. Did you see any clips or did you follow this at all or any interest? I kind of did. I know there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say, con- was it, con- I guess, controversy, right? As far as like, People thought that maybe he didn't deserve the win, right? And a lot of times, I have somebody who was even saying online, I was like, regardless of what happened, it was a blow to boxing or something like that. Like, people were pissed. People were upset that he, it was yeah. even a decision and that Tyson Fury didn't, you know, I guess do what he was supposed to do. But at the end of the day, when a guy can fight, a guy can fight. And I know, again, it's, it's, it's different sports and, you know, nonetheless, but. People, there's some people that can take beatings, and there's some, there some people can that can just dish a hit. You know what I mean? Like, like you can fight, you can fight. You know what I mean? And, and obviously, these guys are athletes in their own in their own regards. You know, and, and that's not to take away from oh, you know, there's a there's a sport advantage or whatever, whatever. Athletes are athletes, and I don't know about you, but what's his name? Negreanu, right? Negreanu, um, yeah, Francis Negreanu. Mm-hmm. That he looks. He looks a lot more well put together than Tyson Fury, you know. I mean, I guess Tyson, it's been a while since uh, Tyson Fury had even done anything or even had an actual boxing fight. I know the last one, he was just already, you know, ready to take it easy and almost call it quits and stuff like that, you know. And I don't keep it, I don't keep up with it to an extreme T, but, you know, with the big names, you kind of follow more or less their, I guess, you know, leading up to the fight, right? What they do, mm-hmm. what their training regimen is how seriously they're taking it and even up to this point tyson fury wasn't coming out in the news a lot for just i'm ready i'm ready and i'm gonna fight you know especially compared to previous times and stuff like that so you know other than that i mean split decision split decision i know some people were pissed still pissed off about that but uh again number one entertaining number one just be there for the for the fans as, as long as the fans are entertained and regardless of whether it's controversy i think in this case any any publicity is good publicity so either way i think you know badass for both people yeah it, it was really great both ways I, I also did see a lot of people upset thinking that nganu should have taken the win and stuff like that but i really I, I even going into the fight i thought if francis doesn't knock him out he's not gonna win because that's francis's thing he has that crazy power but, uh, you know, it's hard to beat somebody at their own sport that has been doing this for who knows how many years, right? Regardless of what shape he's in or whatever. You know, that's always been the case. Fury, you know, p- people always laugh and say, like, this is, like, the height of human performance when it comes to fighting. And they show Fury and it's like, what? That guy? And you see, like, all these crazy competitors with crazy physiques like that he goes against. But they just can't put him out. And he puts him out instead. Uh mm-hmm. And I think I think the edge did go to Francis in terms of like power punches and stuff like that, and he landed at a good rate compared to some of the other people Tyson uh, has fought. But you know the jab, the jab, and just uh, scoring points off the jab, and you know being able to keep that distance and 
some of the hooks and some of the uppercuts Tyson was able to get. You know, it was a, it was a close fight. If not for that uh, knockdown, I, I think he would have won, like by 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 a good margin. I mean, obviously by a better margin than he did. But uh, yeah, I I just think it was good for both guys, honestly. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if uh, Francis continues to box or if he decides to go back to UFC. Because mm. he, he seemed really happy with his uh, performance and saying, like, oh, I can do this now. Like, not, now I know I can do it or whatever. So let's see what happens with him going forward. And uh, I think Fury, there's word already. And even during the fight, they were talking about that he might even fight in December again. They're oh. really looking towards his new fights. So I was like, oh, if they're already looking towards the next fight. They're they're writing Francis off like he doesn't really think this is a serious competition, which I'm sure when he was lay, sitting there on his ass, he was like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but uh, good on them for putting on a good show. You know, some of the other ones have kind of been a laughing stock. These crossover things or whatever and these uh, YouTube things, like, you know, especially this last one, people were kind of really upset with the show that they put on. So good on them for for uh, going out there and giving it their all and giving us a good show. Uh, hopping over into anime, um, Attack on Titan, final season, final chapter, special part two is finally upon <laughs> us. Yes, I said it, and I said it fast, so I'm real sure. proud of myself. Did you have it to practice before, or is it, I did, did. on the whim right now? I, I actually didn't. I just have it. I have my notes here in front of me, and I just read it off that. <laughs> Attack on Titan, the final season, the final chapters, special part two. Scheduled for November 4th, so it's upon us. Uh, you know, the ending of attack on titan is, is here and i'm so pumped because uh you know uh, us being that we're manga that we read the manga uh you know there's a lot of you know debate over this that uh, was it good was it bad it's very polarizing ending for such a huge manga so uh let's see how it comes across with anime and uh, you know are people more excited are people upset do people just not care uh and and, and w- what happens now to the to the whole anime verse now that uh, Attack on Titan finally like uh, ends? And do we get announcements? Uh, do we you know, you know what happens? Yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah it's going to be kind of interesting to see you know going forward. I know you had already mentioned you already mentioned that. Like, um, our big thing was how is the anime world going to react? And I think. The audience is—is is, is it safe to say that the anime audience is bigger than the manga audience? I think so, right? Especially in this, so. context, yeah. in this context, that Attack on Titan—you know, people who aren't even anime watchers are keeping up with Attack on Titan. My only issue with the way Attack on Titan's kind of, at least Mappa's kind of handled this is where is like all these breaks in between, to where I just hope the full effect of the hype is still here now that we're at the end end you know what i mean all that build up all that build up a week or two would have been amazing but we we've taken months off to the point where like are people preparing do people still even care you know and i'm sure i'm sure some do but i'm just talking about i guess the you know the suspense right people wanted to build up but i i just don't i'm not sure if it has or not i think a, a fair person to be to ask would be cornelio just because i know he's the ultimate hype man and if he's hyped for it then i guess everybody else is but in this case i know rico and i are excited just to kind of see how people are going to react to this ending i know we've always had our 
conversations about it i for the most part have been you know or even rico right? i know you and i have been more optim uh, a little bit more i don't say optim a little bit more positive as far as the ending uh compared to a lot of people because pe- i really can't stand when people are like oh it's shit oh it really messed it up for me it's complete whatever and i'm just like dude i said calm down you, you cannot write something off as complete trash when you've enjoyed it when you when you've enjoyed 90 percent of it get out you know and yeah the journey you know the journey the journey you, has to, you, has you to don't write off the journey just because yeah. you don't like something at the end or because you disagree with it. Especially when people start to say, he should have done this. He owes us that. Like, what? Like, yeah. uh-uh, buddy. Like, like this, this is, is his vision. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, you know, regardless, I, I know one of the things was that he felt rushed or the author felt rushed or whatever. But nonetheless, this is a story he wanted to tell. You know, the main plot point was there. And I respect that. And by all means, I thought it was, I thought it was, again, my, my I, I really... I'm not gonna say I loved the ending, you know. I I like what he did with the overall ending, and I, you know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. I think my my issue was Aaron, but we'll get to that later. But again, I, I I liked it, you know. I didn't mind it. There's just a couple of things here, but again, we'll get into that probably in two weeks, three weeks from now, and we kind of really get a spoiler review into it and stuff like that because Rico and I have festered in this for so long. <laughs> yeah, real quick, do you you think they go full on because uh, for those that don't know, or if you if you do know, uh, the manga finished, and then there was extra pages afterwards. I think they. Give uh, you the, you think they go all the way? I think so. Okay, and again, I agree. I agree. I, mm, I, I, there's no reason for them not to just do the whole thing. Yeah, and I know a while back we mentioned we're not sure if maybe there's going to be more, there's going to be less, or what what they're going to be. You know what I mean? So we'll see. And if this is indeed the end, end. And the creator has absolutely no, you know, just doesn't want to go back at all. And kudos to him, you know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens going forward and enjoy the anime journey here and, you know, have fun. Yeah, again, that's going to be November 4th. And uh, with rumors and everything swirling about uh, maybe some kind of new series, spinoff, uh, whatever, you know, we'll be looking out for maybe some announcements uh, either at that time or maybe down the road. So mm-hmm. they people can just, you know, enjoy the the ending of the show for what it is. Uh Blue Lock movie episode Nagi scheduled for spring twenty twenty four in Japan. Mm-hmm. I know this was something you like were pushing, 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 pushing Blue Lock hard. I watched it, I binged it, it was so good, so intense, and then it was over and now I don't know what to do. So hey, dude, I'm just it. glad there's I'm just glad that there's a there's something else coming. Uh, I'm waiting for more manga. I mean, more uh, anime. So uh, this is one of those that I enjoyed so much. I don't know if I want to read it. I'm, maybe I'll wait and watch it. But uh, it's it, it, even even the manga is good. It's still ongoing. There's certain parts and stuff. I think the movie's gonna do very well. I'm gonna go watch it. You know, just because if it's intense in the manga, it's gonna be hell of intense in in the anime. And some of the characters are amazing. I know you've always been. Uh, you've always liked those team. You know those. What is it? You know, the Straw Hats, the uh, Black Bulls, Team 7, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. this one does have, you know, the Blue Lock Squad or whatever the shit. In, in this case, and there's whoever whoever Isa- um, Isagi is the with or, or teaming up with, you tend to really, really enjoy. And there's so many good characters. And and I know there's one in particular that you just love because you've met him already. Baru, right? B-A, it's a guy with the, with the Frohawk going straight up. You meet oh, that's the one. That's the one you like, right? I like the. I like the. The there's a monster inside me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like. you like uh, was it Nepot? Something with a B. 
forgot his name. No, I, I thought you I thought you like Barroom. Well, he's um, good too. The he's one I too. like no, I as a matter of fact, one the thing about that I like them all. I'm not sure there's one that I can really call my favorite just yet. I do like Nagi a lot. Uh, Nagi is definitely up there top two, man. Because is that that's white hair, right? Nah, yeah, yeah, he don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's cool. And again, there's there's somebody there for everybody, you know. And so we'll see where it's at. Even even where it's at right now, new characters, awesome characters, and you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But I know definitely excited for that one. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one too because it's one of those where like. You have this camaraderie and stuff, but like at the drop of a dime, everything changes. Oh yeah. So it's it, it's really interesting because you come to care for these characters, and all of a sudden, they're on the opposite side of the field, and it's like, whoa! So like, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's a good one. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about this new Pluto anime on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, how yeah. much I have. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. Do you know anything about it? Well, I I told you last time, you know, I um, it, it was one that I've kept on my radar for a long, long time. Super excited, kind of okay. read half half of the um, of the actual manga, but this is a guy who wrote Monster. Remember, I mentioned a while back. Okay, now that you say it that way, I remember. Yeah, now, he, he... now you, that you say it, it's the mon- the guy from Monster. Now I remember because I didn't remember the, it off the name. Yeah, this okay. one. Yeah, this is the guy who did Monster. Um, Pluto would probably be one that, again, same same premise. The that, that's kind of up there with Monster. The only other one that's up there with Monster is um, the other one called Twenty Century Boys. Those three, I think, are his biggest biggest ones. Um, even though, I'm not sure if the one he's writing right now. Which is the one he's writing right now? I don't remember something happy or something like that. I don't remember, but I know those three: Pluto, Monster, and Twentieth Century Boys are his big, big hits. As far as like even like a manga, those are his three best. If I'm not mistaken, his three bestsellers. So you got to watch Pluto if you haven't seen it. Watch it. Uh, I read, I guess, the first half of it because they actually have the manga in school and like where I work. And I actually, uh, I checked out the book just so I can read it in class. And I actually read um, at least through a little bit more than half. Out of the 250 chapters, I was able to take them out, take some of them out, and stuff like that. But nonetheless, it's something you should you should be watching if you're a monster fan, and I know you are. So now, now that I know that this is that one, I'm gonna I'm gonna get right on it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you, will. I know you. Will. And again, in my case, again, it was not gonna happen until later, later. Um, hopefully next summer, I can start binging all these things. But One Piece first right now, and then I, I'm still holding to that. So slowly but surely, slowly but surely. Okay, awesome. Uh, what else do I have? Um, anime TV, which is one of the sources uh, that where I get a lot of my news on Twitter for anime and stuff like that, officially launched their website. So now they have their own website. Uh, I know for those people that don't like being on socials, you know, are not about Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, all those things. You know, now there's a website you can go to, and it is anime anime TV. I think dot jp, if I'm not mistaken. So really, go check them out. Yeah, they just opened it up, uh, I think, this weekend. So Nice, nice. Something else to be able to visit if you want to stay away from those other things, right? Yeah. Uh, hopping over into film, uh, there's reportedly a live-action Miles Morales Spider-Man film being worked on. Uh, I would imagine if it is, if it's true, you know, there's it's very early things. 
Uh, so, you know, them just working stuff out, and which I know Spider-Man has been huge, you know, the games, uh, the animated movies and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're, they're full steam ahead with Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm just, and again, the number one question is, who's going to play Miles? That's Anyone that in mind? The, I, I know the one who's been vying for it quite a bit has been Shamik Moore. He's the voice, he's the voice for Miles in Across the Spider-Verse and stuff like that. Um, he's the one who's who's kind of up there. He's just very um. I don't want to say old, but I don't see it personally. The only other guy, actually, I do have two in mind. Uh, Najee Jeter, I believe, is the voice for for him in the game. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's the one for in the actual game. He's more in line with that. But again, he's a little bit older. Also, twenty. He's about twenty six, twenty seven or so. But he looks more like Miles. Now, the one, and this has been kind of a, like a casting that I've personally kind of seen. And if he does get, you know, better, he, he, his acting chops should be a little bit better than great. Um, awesome for, great for him. But, and again, it does fit in line more so with the, um, with the, uh, his age also. Um, it is, what's his name? It's Lucas from Stranger Things. Caleb, um, Caleb, uh, what's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. McLaughlin, Caleb McLaughlin, McLaughlin, yeah, McLaughlin, McLaughlin. He's the one. He's, I think, you know, he can, he can probably fit a little bit better. He's about twenty two years old. Is a little right, but again, he can pull it off because he still has that baby face going on in there. Um, I think he's actually one of the ones who may be able to pull off a Miles, especially just because Miles kind of fits that demeanor. He, he, he can be quirky. He can be fun. You, you know, we've seen him before. So he's the other one that I've seen kind of like people talking about and stuff like that. So we'll see. But again, I love Miles. You know, I'm always telling many, hey, Miles to me, is he's it. He's he's fun. He's quirky. He's powerful. You know, he, he's cool. And I, I love his backstory and just everything around him. I, I, I know they teased, uh, if you've seen Across the Spider-Verse, um, his uncle, Uncle Aaron, was played by um, Childish Gambino. So, <laughs> mm. so may- maybe Childish should be his uncle Aaron in the live action Miles, but we'll see. But it, it, it's 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 yeah. it's a matter of time because Miles's popularity is just skyrocketing right now. Yeah, McLaughlin is a good shout. Some of the other ones I've seen so many because, of course, everyone's always talking about these things. Uh, have you seen uh, Cobra Kai? I have not seen it, but I'm familiar with it. There's this, there's this uh, kid that initially joins. Um, that is like a, a kid that's bullied and everything. He's uh, the actor's name is Dallas Dupree Young. Uh, he ends up, you know, joining because he's getting bullied and then kind of is ignored to the point where he ends up being like one of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, I enjoyed him in the show kind of fits fits the bill for somebody that would be like a miles and oh. another one actually is uh from detective pikachu justice smith oh there's another that one that that i saw and i was like you know what i could see it but uh yeah i mean the hunt for miles is on i'm sure so i'm sure they're gonna be everyone's gonna be trying they're gonna be trying all kinds of different characters and let's see what we end up with because that is gonna be a huge focal point of yeah. the movie so and, and of course it's, we're it's gonna key. We should get somebody. I don't want to say should, right? But Miles is half is that Dominican, mm-hmm. Puerto Rican. Puerto, he's half Puerto Rican, so half Puerto Rican, half African American. Kind of see which way we go, and that's probably the type of actor. I'm pretty sure they're gonna they're gonna find you know a black guy who looks a little Mexican. So 
you know, kudos to us. And again, Miles does have, right. I don't say Mexican, right. But uh, Puerto Rican, uh, Hispanic. Right. And I know we're Hispanic and stuff. So I guess, I guess that's why it kind of resonates. Cause he's his, even in the cross, the, the cross spider verse, it's always a trip when his mom starts sending him off in Spanish and stuff. So it's kind of like, Hey, we know what he's saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. But I'm excited. I'm super excited for Miles. Super excited to see who's gonna play him, and it's gonna be a day one to watch for me for sure. Regardless, you know, regardless of what 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 the movie comes out as. Yeah, the next two things I have are, uh, there's talks of these movies, uh, moving forward. Um, one of them I, I'm mentioning them because I actually really like the the previous works. Is uh, there's talks of a Social Network Part Two. And there's also talks of a Now You See Me 3. Uh, interesting enough, I, I, both of these have uh, Jesse Eisenberg, right? Yes. Um, and so, Wait. Yeah. Well, he's a Now You See Me. What, what was the other one you said? The Social Network. The Social, the social network, network would be uh, Jesse Eisenberg and actually, uh, what's his name? Our boy, Spider-Man. Uh, Actually, another another one of the Spider-Man, Garfield, uh, Andrew Garfield. Gar- Andrew Garfield. Well, Andrew Garfield was another one. Well, we mentioned it last time, right? Frankenstein. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I mean, did you you like either of these movies, or did you like either of those? Uh, you know, the first one, first second, in terms of uh, Now You See Me. I've seen Now You See Me, but I've seen the. Was it the first or second one? I don't know. I've seen one of them, and I don't remember liking it or not. I pretty, I'm pretty sure I did. Um. It's bits and pieces. It was that card. It was the card scene where they're trying to get the card inside. And so I don't remember which one that was. But that's all the top of my head. Because uh, he, what's his also, what's his name's also in it? Um, Dave Morgan Franco. Freeman. Yeah, Dave Franco, Morgan Dave Freeman, Franco, Isla yeah. Fisher. So there's also a couple of them and stuff. So again, it's it's, it's uh you know people that commit heists, but uh, they do it through magic. So that's that's what was always really interesting and cool about that one. And then, of yeah. course, social network being, you know, the start of Facebook. And then, yeah, uh, I do remember that one quite a bit, actually. Yeah, there's actually a song from that one that I, I love the song. Like the main theme. It's amazing. So, yeah, those are reportedly in talks, in the works, you know, early, early stuff. So let's see. Uh, we'll just have to wait and sure, look for sure. official announcements. Uh, in ter- and last thing I have... Uh, Pixar, reportedly, their next movie will be Inside Out 2, which will follow Riley's, Riley's head as a teenager with new emotions introduced. Supposed to be in theaters June 14, 2024, so next summer. I was a huge Inside Out fan, so I'm really excited that uh, this is kind of going to be the next big thing for them. Inside Out, Inside Out, which one was that? That's all with joy, right? Yes, with the, all the emotions joy, that, that yeah, live yeah. inside of her. Joy, uh, the anger. I, I really enjoyed the whole aspect because the being bong, being bong. Well, well, yeah, yeah, right. Sadness, yeah. But what was this? Was it being bong the her imaginary friend? The imaginary friend, right? Where that whole, where that, where that scene with the the scene, the scene. Oh, yes. dude. <laughs> oh, it's great stuff. It, it Making it part two. I had no idea. I, I, I must have missed that. Yeah, the next it's the next thing for Pixar, the next big one. So yeah, that's 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 going to be a good one, man, for sure. Yeah, real exciting, real like uh, in depth, nice lessons to it. Uh, you know, covers uh, very different in terms of like you know covering the emotions and how they're all important. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it's a really good movie. 
So if you haven't seen the first one, check it out. And, you know, next next year we'll have a, a part two. Uh, anything else? Film? You watch anything different? I watched Coach Carter last night. Still holds up, man. Love it. Does it, does it really? I, I haven't seen... Uh, what's the last thing? I haven't seen anything. Again, just Zelda, Zelda, and One Piece. Um, I finally got... Well, I told you, right? Dress Rosa. And I'm almost done with Zelda. I don't know if I, if I said this on the podcast last night, last time. But... Almost done with Zelda. I'm already exploring the castle. Um, just, I'm pretty sure I'll be done with it. Either to, oh, not to die, right? But in the next few days, I'll be done with it for sure. This week, I will be done by this week, hands down. Nice. But it's been fun. It's been exciting. Rico did get me. Uh, what you call it? Rico did get me. Uh, uh, some Mario Wonder. So I will be playing that next right away. So super excited about that. Again, thank you. I was ecstatic to to receive that game on my birthday uh but yeah other than that it's pr- probably about it man right now okay okay good stuff good stuff so we'll hop straight into gaming then um there's been talks about the whole uh you know uh protests and stuff like that the sag uh after stuff uh and uh what is it i don't know why like i'm I'm going blank on what exactly this is it's uh like the strike right the writer strike and the uh compensation and all that kind of stuff uh there's been talks of it crossing over into the video game realm and from what i saw reported online uh they plan to send a strike authorization to a vote for the video game industry uh you know to represent voice actors uh for video games and stuff like that and some of the companies that might be um affected by this are going to be activision ea epic games insomniac take two wb you know a bunch of big studios and it's funny where i caught wind of this (laughs) you're gonna laugh because um one of the games that might be affected by this and I caught it like on their on the, a Twitter, a news Twitter that I follow for this certain game. It was 2K25, NBA 2K25. So possibly if this like plays out and we don't get you know some uh, deal reached uh, from now to then, or even you know as they start ramping up production and working on the next game, uh, there some of these studios, including NBA uh, 2K25, could uh, experience delays. So we've had all these delays in terms of like shows, you know, they're rewriting stuff or they're not writing or they're on strike or whatever. So now I might start to cross over into, you know, not just NBA 2K25, but uh, a lot of Activision, EA, Epic, you know, all these studios. Yeah. Uh, You know, I did, however, also see earlier today on Twitter that the SAG AFTRA and the uh, studios have been negotiating over the weekend and think that they are within days of like some sort of agreement to kind of start to move forward. Uh, of course, there's no like official um, agreement or there's no statements or anything like that, but that's just what's going around on, on the, on online, on socials, mm-hmm. you know, that, that they're close. So, uh, you know, hopefully that's the case and not because we don't want delays, but because we want everybody to be treated fair. And, uh, you know, a little bit of us doesn't want delays, right? But the most important thing is that everybody gets, you know, compensated the right way uh, they yeah. deserve. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, what do you think of 2K25 being <laughs> <laughs> hey, <me>. delayed? 
I mean, it's, it's I, I don't, I'm, I don't even know where to begin with with two K, just because I'm on that side where I just do, I still refuse. I'm putting out. Rudy sent me twenty five bucks for VC and two K. Um, and I'm just like, oh, goody, 2K, right? Or next year it's going to come out to me, like, oh, look, 2K again. And if it's on Rider Strike, it's not like really missing out on much. So, you know, oh, it can get delayed for what? Excuse it's, me? It's, it's, it's because 2K has, <laughs> is part of the some of the greatest story story plot lines ever. There you go. Because remember, how, remember how we had that discussion about like world building, mechanics, gameplay, gameplay. story, characters. Two K has got it all, baby. Performance, like like you you name it. Two K is the pinnacle of just video game achievement. And honestly, it, I I'm a fool for not jumping on two K twenty four, you know. But I just for just because of its sheer just you know massive. <laughs> I should just lie out of my teeth because yeah. hell no, man. I can't even take it serious anymore. <laughs> that's that's a negative for me. But again, again, I'm just you know, teach yeah. their own. <laughs> On a more serious note, though, like, how would you feel about this crossing into video games? Oh, if it's something like, unfortunately, you know, um. What I guess storylines playing just especially in video games because I I'm a single player guy and I do play you know single player games for their story. If something like that were to happen, I would be kind of just you know a upset because I get it, but now it's bothering my atmosphere, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you can't no stay away stay away. So again. I won't really know until it happens, and then once it happens, then I'd be able to form a more, you know, I guess informed opinion. But right now, it's not. It's not obviously it's not something that I would be okay with. Yeah. Well, well, again, we just have to wait and see. Hopefully, it is true that they're on the cusp of a deal, and it goes through, and everybody gets, uh, they're you know treated fairly, and we move on. You're right. Everybody's happy. Um. Another thing that I actually discussed with you and Andrew a little bit yesterday, at least that I had read about, was about a new patent that Nintendo put out for a dual-screen gaming device that can be split in half. Reportedly, like, uh, it's supposed to be, like, 3DS-esque, and it's supposed to be able to be split, and you can play multiplayer stuff, like, on both uh, sides, you know, each having their own screen, right? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, like, if this is, uh, you know, a new console, is it something to go along with the switch? Is it, uh, you mentioned, I hadn't even thought of it and you said, oh, some kind of peripheral. And I thought, oh, you know, I hadn't even thought of that. That That's a good take too, uh, to see, uh, where this is going. Yeah. Or what, what, what this could possibly, what this could possibly be. Again, this is, a. Uh, you know, I haven't really seen this put out anywhere. Like, I haven't really seen it all over the uh, all over the news. I saw it on GameRant.com. I found it through Reddit. Uh, the source being GameRant.com. And, um, yeah, I mean, let's see what this is. Yeah. Nintendo's always pushing, pushing and doing some cool stuff. And I don't know uh, if you saw some of the concepts and stuff like that. But it looks like straight up uh, 3DS-esque. Yeah, I, I I did see a little bit of the concept, and I know something again. If it, it 
it'd be two screens ones that are detachable and it'd be kind of interesting to see again <laughs> what it's going to do i know one of the things that nintendo always likes to do is they're always trying to do something that i don't want to say gimmicky but again yeah, i guess that would be the correct word right the, they, 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 they like to play on gimmicks they like to do something fun you know they're all about just having fun while playing so you know what's instead of having two joy cons you're gonna have two screens that are detachable where you're able to play i guess like, a, like an ipad type thing so i don't know it's, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see going forward and again we should be getting an announcement as so october we're probably gonna get an announcement probably in february uh for sure by the next summer for the summer showcase you know that's probably will be the time but again my guess if they were to kind of you know just february march type stuff is when they would at least tease it so you know we'll see what we'll see going forward well, what would you think of them bringing back like purely like mobile gaming? I mean, like in terms of like 3DS, DS, like that kind of thing. You know, the Switch can do a lot of things. Uh, I, I don't really see them doing it. I feel like it's a long shot. But how would you feel about like a strictly handheld device? If that's it, if that is what it is, like because like the concept looks straight up DS. So you're saying it's gonna. So you're saying they're gonna bring back the um, their their mobile family, right? Game Boy Advance, DS. That yeah. they would they would go that route. Yeah, because huh. where whereas the Switch is a hybrid, you know, you you know, handheld and you know, console, TV setup, whatever. Well, how would you feel about them bringing back something that's just in your hands? I mean. We already have something like that, right? Which is like the, the 2DS and the lights. Yeah, something like Which that would be, to, for me, it'd be a little more counterproductive for Nintendo. It, I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've always enjoyed the Game Boy Advance. I've enjoyed the 3DSs and all. I, I've loved it. Some of my favorite just consoles, or I guess a handheld in this case, just in general. But in this case, it'd be a kind of step backward because the Switch is already doing those things and, not, and to, even more so, they brought their entire Game Boy Advance 3DS, or they're still bringing their entire entire Game Boy Advance 3DS library over to Switch. So you know, and and you're, you're I don't want to say double time, but I guess they are double timing just the amount of Switch games that are coming out because they're able to develop two from different studios. It, it kind of happened with Zelda as an example, where you did have Breath of the Wild. And then we did have the Link's Awakening, which is a Game Boy Advance 3DS family, you know, that line. Um, and then we had Tears of the Kingdom. The next Zelda game, no joke, is going to be something, and it's going to go back to one of those. It's either going to be a remake, remaster of the 3DS, because Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask did come out for a 3DS, so it can be something as simple as that, or it can be something that's going to be tied to top-down Zelda. Again, there are top-down Zelda fans, and again, those are some of my favorite games, so... I expect the next Zelda game to be top down, you know, mirroring that, you know, 3DS Game Boy Advance family line. So it'd be kind of productive, especially in this case, considering that they're going full fledged Switch. The two screens does kind of make sense. If they're going to go two players or something like that, that'd be kind of their gimmick. Imagine like a. 3ds switch hybrid looking like that would be crazy you know 3ds had the two the two screens one touch screen one just to see and where in this case you know one screen does both but they have messed with dual screens before yeah, so it'd be kind of a trip for them to have like a what it, there, there will still be a dock it would be a ds remember the old school ds's or 3ds mm -hmm. 
you would dock that. And then when you undock it, you flip it open. And then now it's your undock switch dual screen. <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's trippy. It, it, it looks kind of, it, it, it feels a lot like the, uh, like what we're getting now, like with foldable phones. Yeah. Because like supposedly there's one of the screens, the screens on the outside will be able to, you'll be able to interact with it like while the whole thing is shut. So that kind of hints at like maybe some kind of always on uh, mode that we have like now with phones, right? Where your yeah. screen is like always on, you're able to see what time or the date or what some of your messages are coming in or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I also don't think they would go back to like strictly handheld because like you say, the Switch already does everything that that the DS and all those things did, but even better right now, right? And then why would you want to go take a step back? I, I think now that I think about it more, why would you take a step back and have to develop games for the Switch and then for whatever other console this is? Yeah. Why not just improve and make different iterations, right? Mm -hmm. Which, uh, I don't yeah. know. This, this, this thing could do some, looks like it might be able to do some crazy stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure. And again, dual screen, it's always been a fun gimmick to work with, uh, especially with the 3DS where you had a stylus. Remember the whole stylus thing? Mm -hmm. And you would tap with the stylus on the bottom and whatever, but then it would uh, it would create the action on the top. And like you mentioned, it, there, there's a lot they can do with it. Um, are we ready to go back to styluses? I have no idea, but I guess we'll find out soon. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I'm I'm <laughs> not. I'm not about the stylus. I think, yeah, like now that we're with controllers and stuff like that and i just i i think that's the way yeah I for me anyway but uh you know maybe there are some stylus gamers out there that uh are hoping for its return <laughs> yeah I, again we know we don't know we'll see man we'll see we'll see what they have up their sleeves yeah other stuff with gaming this week is uh the overwatch world cup did start today um i think we had one two three four five six matches today uh, a couple upsets. Some went exactly as we expected. Every single match today was a 2-0. Uh, this is, you know, the qualifier series. There are drops on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, look at Play Overwatch or Overwatch League and or look up uh, Overwatch World Cup so you can, you know, uh, link your stuff. If you're into drops and stuff like that, you can link your accounts and get some uh, some skins. Uh, the United States does play tomorrow. They didn't play today. They play tomorrow at five against France. So that's like one of the big ones that obviously, you know, us as uh, being from the U.S., we want to see uh, how our representatives do. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's just a, a fun thing to look out for this week. And let's see, last two last things. Microsoft will s reportedly stop the use of unauthorized third-party accessories on xbox consoles starting november 12th so there i don't think there's any official like reason for this yet not in terms of statements and all that but i would assume it is because there has been this uh this need for uh security updates in terms of uh cheating on consoles there are these devices called uh cronus and then also people get very upset when people use uh, Zims, what you call Zims, to use a mouse and keyboard on on consoles. And, you know, it's considered cheating in a lot of games and stuff like that. Because with the Zim, you get the benefits of mouse and keyboard, but the console still thinks you're using controller. So you get aim assist and mouse and keyboard. 
So as you can imagine, that's pretty crazy. And yeah. then uh, with the um, Cronus, you download scripts onto your little machine that you plug into your console and then you plug your controller into that machine and it basically runs scripts for you uh you can do things such as you know auto aim and shooter games in something like 2k25 i mean 24 which is uh you know out right now a uh, big problem in there is a lot of people use that machine the cronus to get perfect shots every single time so they it, it seems like this is probably a response to that unfortunately a lot of those companies that make third-party controllers headsets stuff like that are also going to be affected and really soon you know november 12th a lot of people have been getting this pop-up on their xbox like oh how come it's telling me i can't use this controller well the reason is because they're third-party accessories again controllers uh mics headsets all these kinds of things are november 12th they're they're gone, so you're gonna have Ooh. to, uh, I guess, invest in an official Xbox controller, mic- you know, licensed by Xbox, Microsoft, uh, which there are allowed out there. Unfortunately, they are some of them are on the pricey side. So uh, there are some other things. I think Razer has some controllers out there. I don't know if uh, Scuffed has controllers, but there are. I have a uh, Razer headset that I use for my uh, Xbox. I also have I have the the standard Xbox controllers too. So, um, just something to look out for if you are a Xbox gamer and you have used uh, third party apps and stuff like that, or you're used to buying those. You know, don't be caught by surprise uh, if you get this pop up and stuff like that. So this is big. You know, they're combating cheating, but at the same time, some of the other accessories are kind of gonna bite the bite the dust. Unfortunately. Mm. The last thing I had is uh, Alan Wake dropped this past week, and uh, the reviews have been really good. I know uh, Andrew's been playing it. He's been streaming it on Twitch. Uh, if you're interested in watching somebody play it, Andrew RGC on, uh, on Twitch. Check him out. Uh, this is another game going on the list for you, I would imagine. Oh, yes. That one for sure. Uh, again, there's just a lot, a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know it's one of those where they Spider-Man, and I'm going to get Spider-Man. I know my, uh, my girlfriend has beaten part one and she's been dying to play part two. And I said, yes, I'm going to get her part two and again, more so her. And then I'll play it after she's done. Cause she did beat it the first time before I did. And so she'll be playing Spider-Man two. Rico got me uh, super Mario, um, about to beat Zelda, Alan Wake, cyberpunk. I think I will get through Alan Wake first, just so I can get through cyberpunk. And I'll probably be probably not to December or anything or something like that, but we'll see. But there is a lot. There's, there's just a lot. So, so but surely I'll get through I'll get through all these all these games and play them at my own pace, you know. Um I usually play them when the hype is already over, but that's okay because it's it's on my time. So but yes, it is on my radar and it's gonna be a, a buy for me for sure. Okay. Cool. In terms of for me right now, I did uh I did uh take advantage of a deal on the Xbox store uh and picked up uh, the remake of Resident Evil 4. Uh, perfect timing too because with halloween and all that you know the scary stuff and all that is in right now so it's a perfect time for me to be playing that game and i have been going through it slowly but i'm probably gonna have some sort of degen uh gaming session after the podcast where i'm gonna play until i'm tired and then boom pass out (laughs) so that's gonna be it's a good time you know if you if you're familiar with the resident evils you know 
that Resident Evil Four is one of the probably one of the big two uh, in terms of uh, you know the better games uh, being you know Part Four and Part Two. So I'm 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 super pumped having having a bunch of fun playing. So one day I'll play that one. Go back and play that one too. I'm sure, too, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So uh, anything else gaming? I think we kind of put it all out there before I get into Hero of the Week. Uh, no, no, that's pretty much about it. Or just I'm trying to think again, but I haven't, I haven't played anything aside from Zelda, and I'm up, I'm actually gonna or like I sort of done because it Not is. No, I'm not gonna die. Oh. <laughs> not yet. It is Sunday not yet. night. You heard him. You heard him, everybody. Not yet. <laughs> hey, I t- I said if somebody else sends me twenty five dollars in VC, no, you know, hey, and that's the thing. No, Nobody's no, going no. to. So first, he says I'm not gonna buy that game. Well, they bought it for it. him. Well, yeah, yeah. they bought it for him. Then he says I'm not gonna play it unless someone gets me VC. Then I'll play <laughs> it. They, somebody got him VC. Now he says, well, someone got me VC, but not all the VC I need. <laughs> then I'll play it. So as you can see, this guy I'm keeps playing. moving the goalpost just over and over. Like, when is it going to be enough, everybody? You know, hey, like, they got I'm it for you. him. They got it for him because his, because his brother loves him so much that he wants him to be part of our crew because we need that, that, that one last guy, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? And then a friend of his buys him VC because he says, you know what? I miss you, buddy. I want you to play with us. It's not the same without you. Uh, defense is OP this year. You're the number one defender. You would, we, our team would probably be ranked number one, and we'd probably win a lot more games if we had our number one defender, right? But, you know, this guy just continues to just put it off and... You know, it's trying to hustle us, everybody. Trying to hustle yeah, us. All right. Hey, man, at this point, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep taking and see where, you see where it stops. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've been talking to the guys and I say, this is where it ends. Like, he keeps moving the goalposts. Like, you know what? If he really doesn't want to play with us, that's fine. We just got to accept that he's moved on from us. He doesn't, he doesn't want to play with us no more. So, <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> uh, but nonetheless, uh, the week of Marcus comes to a close and we have to name a new hero of the week uh and this week is actually um gonna be an interesting one because uh it comes in the form of like entertainment and it's more of an entity uh more than like a person it's like a collective of people actually and it's going to internet culture and this the reason behind this one is because you spend you spend enough time on the internet and you get into the culture, you know, tweets and memes and formats and stuff like that. And you realize, like, it's just never going to get boring. And I know, like, this came to me because, you know, we go through so many different formats of memes and, you know, <laughs> things that make us laugh and stuff like that. And it seems like the flavor as of late has been i don't know if you've seen like the vince mcmahon memes where it's like yes, oh yes, tell, right. tell me about this and he's it's i actually know the interview because he's talking about like a wrestler and he's getting real emotional if i'm not mistaken i think it was about the undertaker if i'm not mistaken that that he's like trying telling the camera to cut because he's too emotional he doesn't he can't describe it or whatever you know, there's a, and the me, the thing is like about a lot of nostalgia and like, oh, tell me when, when, tell me about this, tell me about this, like often referring back to like old school things that you really enjoyed. And it, it's a whole funny thing. Uh, there's also the Kevin James 
format going around right now, which I know, you know, it just hilarious too in its own right. And then the other one that I've been loving is the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, dude, that one, that one's hilarious, dude. The, which is the singing one where it's like, yeah. oh my god, like what am I? What did I get myself into? And then you you hear that voice and you see like that that shining light <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> save everything for you. Like it's it's just uh, constantly changing, evolving, and it just never gets boring. You know, just a just a while before this, Marcus and I were laughing because. Uh, there is this group that makes, uh, you know, memes and little videos and stuff like that about uh, the NBA. Anytime something big happens, uh, and they just made one today. Uh, I know their their Twitter is Supreme Dreams about uh, you know certain players when they end up going to uh, the Lakers and stuff like that. So the content and uh, everything on the internet just never gets old never gets boring is always changing evolving and you know keeps us on our toes and just makes us <laughs> laugh all the time so uh shout out to the internet shout out to internet culture and the people that make all these things that just make us laugh all the time and keep everything you know light yeah so uh yeah nothing else uh for me just uh sign us out Alrighty. Well, I know it was a short one this week, and again, not a lot, of, not a lot of news in general, right? That's because Rudy didn't, um, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't send a message or ask or anything like that. But it, that's okay. But nonetheless, um, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, the NBA came back officially this past week, and we kind of touched base on that on our last on our last episode. We also talked about Gargoyles, uh, the new crossover event, Overwatch, with this, which is uh, the Seraphim, and that should be dropping what this week already, right? tuesday this week uh yeah i think so yeah and again uh lots of great content lots of great stuff i know this is one of those ones where we didn't really again kind of get through much but um hopefully we have a discussion soon and we might be able to get into a little bit more on whether it's video games or anime and then kind of just have a little fun uh maybe with rudy or by ourselves but get into a discussion sometime this week because i know those are just you know unhinged basically just rant and have fun and all that good stuff i know it's been a while since we've done one just us so that'd be something kind of fun to get into but other than that again make sure you listen to last week's podcast had birthday to me week mark the week of mark is like rico said is already over we're looking forward to next week cold front coming in halloween is on tuesday right around the corner for all you halloween guys out there and thanksgiving's in three weeks so the holidays are upon us the holidays are upon us but other than that you guys have a good night and thank you for listening <laughs>